You are listening to the Rise and Shine podcast with Gabriel McKnight. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Gabriel H. McKnight. And follow us on Facebook at Rise and Shine TV and Podcast. Now let's jump into today's message. I believe that 2022 is a year of release for many of us. You have, I have so much pinned up on the inside of us. God has loaded us. We are loaded, but we have not released what we've been loaded with. And it's not cool. <laughs> it's not okay. I, you know, I used to not like the, the word die empty, but I want to die empty. I know you can't die any other way, but I want to feel like I maxed out my life before I leave this planet. If I wasted 10 years, I want to make sure I max out the next 30. If I wasted 40 years, I want to make sure that I make sure that I max out the next 10, the next five right? You can't cry over spilled milk. All you can do is get yourself another glass. And so what I want to do is share a couple of points to help us release this year the things, the good things God has placed on the inside of us, right? And so point number one, if we are to release the good things God has placed on the inside of us, we have to start production. Production speaks to work and work speaks to action. And so God's question to you and God's question to me is, are you ready to work out? (laughs) Are you ready to work out? God said, join me in the gym of purpose. Let's get to work. You've been in another gym, but not the gym of purpose. See, it's not that you don't have muscles. The human body is made up of over 600 muscles. It's that you have not been working out. So what's in you is not showing out. (laughs) You have not been, I have not been working out, so what's in us is not showing out. Who's in us? God is in us. And God is, God wants to show out in and through you. Now, he's going to show out this year. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I was going to say so. I guarantee it. God is going to show out this year. The question is, is he going to show out through you? The question is, is he going to show out through me? And God's question to me years ago, not right now, because I'm doing something with what he gave me, but his question to me was, give me something to work with. (laughs) I'm like, God, this is not happening. That's not happening. And God tells me, he says, give me something to work with. He blesses the works of our hands. But if there is no work, what is there for him to bless? Paul said, lie, think about that. Point number two, identify. Identify What is it in my life that has caused me to refrain from releasing my gifts, my talents, my abilities, my resources, right? Maybe I'm stingy, my service, and my experience, my experiences. What is it that has caused me? I want to park on experiences for a minute because we have some people out there who are stingy with their experiences, (laughs) Listen, the Bible says a fool speaks his whole heart. So nobody's asking you to share everything. A fool, no, no wise person gives the, every single detail of, their test, of the testimony of their life. No person gives every detail in the testimony of their life. There are some things reserved just for you and God, and there should be. But listen, there are some things that others will not have to experience if you will share your experience. See, it's not that everybody should start at ground zero, right? How are we going to make progress if, if every person has to start at ground zero? Uh, some coaches understand this. I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> some people understand this. 
I cannot hoard my experience. There's somebody that needs my experience. There is somebody that can recover from life a lot faster if I'll simply share with them my experience, how God brought me out, what the steps that I took, the things I had to do to stay clean or stay saved or or not go back to that experience. I want to share my experience. So I want to identify, listen, if there is somebody stealing from me and my corporation, yes, the first thing I do is I'm going to make it very hard for them to continue to steal from me. But we are a product of our creator. So we are creative. He is the creator. We are creative, right? And so a culprit is just going to find another way to steal. So what I want to do is I want to find out who is stealing from me. And it's the same thing with you. You want to find out what is it in my life that has been stealing from me. I want to catch the thief so he can stop stealing from my life. He can stop robbing my life from peace and robbing my life from joy and robbing my life from understanding, right? Yeah, the thief comes to steal understanding because what I understand cannot be taken, right? I'm solidified when I understand. So before understanding clicks, he has to try to get that word from you. That's why you might listen to a sermon or you might listen to a devotional. You might listen to a podcast and something will happen on the heels of you listening to that message. Why? The enemy doesn't want that that word to take root. He doesn't want you to gain an understanding because he can't steal what you understand. Point number three, operate this year with a make it happen mindset. Listen, excuses will always find the person who wants one. I'm going to tell it myself because there were times when I, I, I wanted to do something, but I was afraid or I was afraid of failing. I was afraid I wouldn't get it. I was afraid that that people would laugh at it. They wouldn't respond to it. No one would listen to it. So I looked for an excuse. And when I found one, I grabbed it. <laughs> Any of y'all out there grabbing excuses? Oh, I can't come do that tonight. Oh, I won't be there tonight. Oh, I can't. I can't stay up late tonight. But you just stayed up. Yesterday, yesterday, watching Netflix, and nothing wrong with that. But listen, an excuse will always find the person who wants one. I don't have this, and I don't have that, and this is happening, and that is happening. Listen, listen, life will always be happening. So we have to learn to make it happen. That sounds like a cliche, man of God. Listen, let me explain to you what make it happen means. Make it happen, to make it happen means to have a spirit of determination. Listen, I'm determined this year to overcome the obstacle. Obstacles provoke maneuvers. Listen, a pilot, he does not just come, he doesn't land because there's some thunder or there's some rain or there's a little bit of debris in the air. He begins to take abrasive maneuvers. He begins to sidestep and he begins to dip and he begins to go up. Why? Because he's determined to reach his destination. And that's how you and I have to be this year. We have to be determined. Listen, no more starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Look look at my hand for a second, if you will. Right? I'm gaining some ground. And then I stop. Take a step back because there is always a regression when you stand still. In the kingdom, in the spiritual realm, there is a regression when you just stand still. Okay, I'm going to step again. Notice my hand is at the same point that it was when I stopped last time. Okay, I get hit again. I'm walking. I get hit again. I stop. I begin to revert back. Look, I'm gaining no ground because I keep starting and stopping. This year, we are going to have a make it happen mindset, and we're determined not to stop. 
we're determined to take a hit and keep on stepping, right? Disappointment, we're going to keep on stepping. Didn't get what I wanted, I'm going to keep on stepping. They talking about me, I'm going to keep on stepping. <laughs> you got to put on your spiritual noise-canceling headphones and ignore the noise and keep on pressing forward towards your goal, towards your destiny, towards releasing what God has placed on the inside of you this year. Point number four, stop the comparison. <laughs> you are only in competition with the yesterday you. That's what I had to learn. You are only in competition with the yesterday you. And to compare ourselves with somebody else is to run our race on a treadmill. To compare yourself with somebody else is to run your race on a treadmill. You can't gain any ground in your race because you are focused on their race. So you are expending energy and you are doing things, and, but you're getting nowhere in your race. You are called to gain ground in your ways. Perhaps God didn't call you to do exactly what they're doing, the way they're doing it. I've heard it said this way. No one can beat you doing what God called you to do the way God called you to do it. The fact that no two fingerprints are identical speaks to me that God didn't call me to do exactly what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. The fact that no two fingerprints are the same testifies to me or testifies against some of us that God did not call any of us to do exactly the way, uh, did not call us to do things exactly the way in which other people are doing it. Right? You are only in competition with the yesterday you. Get your mind off of them. Congratulate, celebrate, now get to work. <laughs> This year, we're not going to be spectators. We're going to be participators in God's plan for our lives. It's okay to applaud others on, but it's not okay to applaud others and yet do nothing in your own life, right? That is breeding ground for jealousy. When you begin to focus on other people, but do nothing in your own life, right? That is the breeding ground for jealousy. Point number four, refuse. You got to have, I got to have a spirit of refusal. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about refusing to hit, listen to wise counsel. I refuse to go back to what God brought me out of. I said it already, but I refuse to start and stop this year. The Bible says that a man that goes back to what God brought him out of is like a dog returning to his vomit. You know, dogs eat vomit, right? Ew, that's nasty, you right? So don't go back to that, Right? I refuse to throw pity party after pity party. Listen to what I found out, that God does not attend pity parties. God attends praise parties. <laughs> God will let you sit there all day long with your hands folded and not move for you. But I, I've watched him when I raise my hands, when I offer unto him the sacrifice of praise, he moves. <laughs> he ushers, he moves on in. I feel his presence even right now, Right? God does not move. I, I, and listen, I've been there. God, I'm mad at you. <laughs> you didn't do it like I thought you were going to do it, as if he was our genie. And all I got to do in prayer is rub the lamp, right? And some of us, that's what we go into prayer for, to rub the lamp. God's not a genie, but he is an awesome father who loves blessing his children. So I'm not going to spend this year, I refuse to throw pity parties. I refuse to wait for somebody else to do what God called me to do, right? I refuse to sit up and not give God anything to work with. 
I told you what God told me. He told me, give me something to work with. You're sitting here doing nothing. I refuse to live in yesterday's defeats and victories. Some of us, it's not that we're living in yesterday's defeats. It's that we're living in yesterday's victories. Listen, it was great. It was awesome. God moved or you enjoyed that or you got that promotion. Okay, there is so much more. Don't live in yesterday's victories, right? You get the big head. <laughs> you start thinking you have arrived. We never arrive until we get to glory. We go from glory to glory, right? I have so much more to still learn. I have so much more to do, and so do you. You've not preached your best sermon. You've not sung your best song, right? You've not written the best book, your bestseller. You've not mentored your best mentee. There is so much more. You don't, you, you don't, you're not done serving, right? There are, look out abroad. Look out your window. Look at the news. There are so many more people who need to be served with what God has placed on the inside of you. Don't live in yesterday's victories. And I'm going to wrap this up with the number one thing that I think that holds us back from releasing what God placed on the inside of us, and that's fear. Fear paralyzes us, right? That fear of failure, that evil foreboding, right? We're imagining uh, defeat, <laughs> Some of us, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. You think defeat, you're going to experience defeat. Fear paralyzes, and we weren't called to live in fear. So how are we going to overcome that fear, man of God? We're going to face it. I, I have an apprehension about releasing some of these, these, these messages. You know, I, I've preached sermons before people. That's not a problem. But getting before this camera and releasing these messages and putting it out on social media, out on YouTube or whatever, I run the risk of not getting any likes and maybe they can say, hey, you only got this many views or you only got that many followers or whatever. But I'm facing my fear, right? I'm doing this for the love of God and for the grace of God and to reach somebody. If I reach somebody, I have accomplished my mission. But I had to face my fear. Listen, whatever you don't face will be magnified. Whatever you don't face is going to be magnified. The fear doesn't get smaller. The fear gets greater if you don't face it. But if you begin to focus and face it, it will get smaller and smaller and smaller, and your faith will overtake it. Listen, let your faith overtake the fear. Face that thing, whatever it is you're afraid of writing that book. I know some people that can sing, oh my God, in such an amazing way. I mean, when they sing, the presence just rushes in, but you will never get to experience it because they're afraid. I know a person who has a phenomenal book, an anointed book, a great book. But if that person doesn't overcome their fear, right, then no one else will benefit from what God placed on the inside of us. I was going to take us to a scripture as I wrapped up today, but it's a little lengthy. And so I want you to read Matthew 25, the whole chapter. You're going to get down to a part where Jesus is talking to the people He's giving out a parable about giving out talents. And talents is referring to money. But I'm going to refer to it as the gifts, the talents, and the abilities God has placed on the inside of us. And so he goes to this one person in the, in the, in the sermon, in the parable, and he says to the person, why didn't you do, I'm paraphrasing, why didn't you do something with what I gave you? 
And the person says back to him, thinking that it's okay, thinking that it's cool. He says, Master, I was afraid and I hid your treasure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you hear the Lord saying, why are you hiding? Emphasis on my treasure. Why are you hiding my treasure? Why are you holding back that which is mine? I expect you to release what I invested in you and give me a profit on what I invested. And so God said this to the, to the servant. He said, away with this wicked and lazy servant. Wicked and lazy is what he called him for hiding what God gave him, for not making full use of what God gave him. And many times laziness is the issue. But even greater than that, I believe fear has us paralyzed. Listen, God loves you. And God has a great plan for your life. God has a great plan for my life. And I'm excited. I've had my brothers, I've had my sisters uh, prodding me on for years, telling me to, to, to release what God placed on the inside of me. And, I, and I'm, like, I'm like some of you. I sat back looking for an excuse, and I made an excuse. But when you know better, you do better. Right? Opportunity is knocking on the door. And the question is, are you going to answer the door? Destiny is calling, and the question is, are you going to pick up the phone this year? Or are you going to sit back and just wish and hope? And so here's the gist of what I'm saying, what I believe God is saying to us. The gifts, the talent, the resources, the ability to serve, the experiences, they are not yours. They belong to God. And God expects a return on his investment. Listen, you can only fly a kite when you got the wind. And I believe the wind is blowing for us this year. I don't know. I, I know it's been a rough couple of years, but I believe with all my heart that the wind of God is blowing and we got to get our kites out if we want to fly. I, I, I hope that you enjoyed this brief message. It's devotional. Uh, share with other people. Give us a like and support the best way you can. Have a great rest of the day, a great week, great year. I look forward to hearing about what you are releasing into the earth. Have a great night.